Let's talk about automation uh, for a minute when it comes to podcasting. You have your podcast, you have sort of like your routine on how you do your research to how you record, edit, and sort of like the post-record work that comes afterwards and how you distribute and market each and every episode, etc. And sometimes it can get quite clunky with the workflow uh, set to, uh, you know, with a podcast, right? And you're trying to either save on time or simply find a way that you can automate sort of like your workflow. In this episode, we are going to talk about some of the things that you can do to spend less time on the unnecessary stuff when it comes to your podcast and provide you with more time to focus on the most important task and that is your content. See you guys in the podcast episode. and welcome back to yet another episode on the marketing podcast digital marketing tips and insights episode 192 now like i mentioned in the intro today we're going to talk about some of the ways that or methods that you can use to automate your podcast and cut down on time improve on your workflow and find sort of like a better rhythm when it comes to the pre-production and the post-production of each and every episode. So with the pre-production, number one I'm going to mention is this. Do your research on time. Say, for example, you have already set on your mind on a certain topic that you would like to talk about in an, in an episode. And let's say, for example, you're doing, let's say, a weekly podcast, so meaning you're probably recording only once a week. One of the things that you can do is find, you know, do a bit of research beforehand and essentially write some some sort of like a small outline, you know, about the whole podcast episode, how you're going to record. What are you going to start talking uh, from the minute you press that record button? What are the first things you're going to talk about? Maybe you want to start off with a hook, right? What is the hook about? Maybe just put a small pointer. The hook could be about maybe a certain topic, etc. And then comes now the intro. And then moving from the intro, uh, you move on. Now you have your topic, right? That you're going to talk about in that specific episode. So what is the first thing that you're going to talk about? So have, let's say, like a bullet point on that. The second, the second point, have another bullet point. Maybe if you want to mention certain links, when is the best appropriate time? If you're doing, let's say, an ad, if you're doing a mid-roll ad, when is the best time to bring that mid-roll ad? So essentially, you're not necessarily working with a transcript here. Rather, you're working with a guideline, with an outline of what the episode should look like. And this comes from doing your research beforehand and planning ahead of time. So that's number one. That's one thing that can really help you when it comes to recording and cutting down the time you spend on the pre-production process uh, of each and every episode. 
The other thing is when you're trying to create cover ads for each and every episode. Now, one of the things I do is I have sort of like templates of several designs of cover ads that I use for several um, episodes, right? Each and every episode that I have has a different cover art or similar to what you will call on YouTube a thumbnail. And essentially, they give like a visual representation of what the episode is all about, right? So what I do is I have several templates already made using Canva. Although there are various other things you can use. You can use also InDesign, etc. But here we're talking about trying to re reduce on time and improve your workflow. So I already have several, de several different uh, cover arts pre-made on Canva. So each and every time I do an episode, I will just simply go ahead on to Canva, pick one of the templates that essentially suits what the episode is about, change maybe the photo or the uh, the image or the wordings behind it. If the template reads, for example, episode 170, and this episode is episode 192, simply change 170 to 192, if uh and also change maybe the wordings etc and the image to suit because now this is the podcasting one one series i'll probably probably look for an image that uh suits the episode probably an image with uh you know like a podcast microphone or a podcasting setup etc depending on what the episode is all about that's up to you now the other thing is when it comes to recording. Now uh, it highly depends whether where you record your podcast on. Now I use GarageBand to record each and every episode. And one of the automations that I have, or one of the things that I do to cut down on time when it comes to actually editing each and every episode is that once I've recorded an episode, because most of the episodes are quite similar in terms of the format, right? I will always start with some form of hook. And then after the hook, there'll be the intro. And after the intro, now the main content, which is the main uh, episode. And then now after that comes now the outro. So what I will do is uh, I will create different segments on GarageBand. Now I'll create a, an upper segment where I'll have, for example, uh, the hook together with a slot for the main uh, content. And then I'll create a second segment where I'll have um, all the other audio files that I would like to play in the background, be it, let's say, a background music or the intro and outro. And once I've recorded an episode, I will simply save everything as is so that the next time I'm coming back, and this has to also to do with the settings that I have, be it maybe the noise gate uh, setting, uh, you know, your EQs, your, your bass amp, whatever you, you, you use when it comes to editing, right? So once I've done each, once I've done all of these editing settings, I don't change anything so that the next time I record an episode, I simply know I need to replace this old hook with a new hook that fits, um, uh, you know, the current episode. I need maybe to update maybe the background music if I want to use a different one, etc. But I don't necessarily play around a lot when it comes to the settings that I have on GarageBand, right? Because most of the time I am, uh, you know, at peace or um, I like the setting that I already have on GarageBand. So unless maybe, you know, there was an issue with the recording, those sudden noise movements and I need maybe to 
do some editing here and there that's probably when i might you know play around a little bit with the settings but usually i don't like to tamper that especially once i find a sweet spot for recording so that's number two now the other thing has to do with obviously if you have a website right for your podcast i use podpage as well you can also use podpage there'll be a link in, down in the description box below that will help you when you're starting out with podpage now the thing is this with podpage once you start uh uploading your episode for example I, i'm using buzzsprout at the moment so podpage pick up on your rss feed so each and every podcast has a unique rss feed is what is similar to let's say frequencies when it comes to radio right so port page will pick up on your rss feed and every time you upload or you edit your podcast they are able to pick up on that upload your episodes directly on your custom-made website etc so that simply cuts a lot of time because if i was to manually um upload each and every episode uh it could take me a lot of work but if you're on wordpress you think you can also like uh, have like an rss plugin that you can use to um sort of like update your podcast with that so that's one of the things you might want to look into but regardless of that um you have your podcast website and you have you know your episodes always being uploaded every single day or every single time you do an upload etc and you are trying to market now your podcast you remember we talked a lot about uh, using you know search engine optimization or using any form of you know organic channel that is at your disposal to try and market your podcast to a broader audience as possible and one of the ways that you know you can reach a lot of your audience organically obviously is through search engine optimization and we talked about that and one way to do that, we talked about using or, you know, creating, you know, compelling show notes, etc. But one of the main things we talked about is actually transcribing your podcast, right? Repurposing content. Now, moving from, you know, changing the content from audio now to written. And you can use a tool like otter.ai. Have a transcript uh, for your podcast. And one of the things that a transcript does is number one, if it's a well-done transcript, if you're using Autor.ai or maybe any other transcript service that is at your disposal, uh, you tend to, to rank naturally for more keywords. Number two, if you have a really good transcript based on the episode that you did, you are able to sort of like repurpose that transcript now into an, uh, an article that you can have on your podcast website that will help your podcast grow. Now, we did a case study with um, this podcast when we started the website on 22nd of December 2020 and started to implement the strategy of transcribing uh, most of the episodes and converting and repurposing those transcripts into articles that then, you know, sort of like help the website that is the, the marketingpodcast.live to rank pretty quickly in terms of the keywords at the moment i think we are ranking for around 87 keywords and it's been only about maybe like you know less than four months with minimal effort right because if you have you know if you're starting a website 
and you're trying to run for 80, you know, like 80, 80, 90 keywords within four months, you actually, you need a team to do that for you. But these are sort of like the ways, you know, the leverage you get by, uh, you know, having a podcast and being quite creative in terms of your marketing. So that's number three when it comes to marketing. But still under marketing, um, if you're trying to reach out, you know, uh, to social media and, uh, you, know, you know, reach out to your audience, maybe you're trying to post on LinkedIn and Instagram and uh, Facebook, Twitter, etc., it can be quite overwhelming because um, different, you know, social media platforms require different content formats. And, you know, every time posting on each and every uh, app or, you know, social media platform can be quite, can become quite a lot of work. So one of the things you can do is you can use uh, a social media tool. One that most people know is Hootsuite. You can use that to sort of like distribute your content on different social media apps or channels. Number two, you can use Planable.io as an app or as, you know, a, you know, web, etc., like website, etc. And with Planable, because that's now the one that I use is that, you know, once I've, you know, I have content that I would like to be posted during the week. And let's say essentially I don't have that time, you know, to focus a lot on, you know, uh, posting on each and every uh, platform, like, you know, Instagram stories, feeds, Facebook, um, Twitter, etc. I can simply use Planable and schedule each and every post that I want to be created, right? Or distributing during that week or even more than a week. It doesn't really matter. It depends on what your needs are. So I can start preparing my content, let's say, on a Sunday, prepare the Instagram stories, um, Instagram feeds, and also the schedule them based on time, right? Um, at the same time, you know, prepare that for LinkedIn or um, if it's, you know, Pinterest or whichever platform it, that is. And one of the things that I like about Planable is you can be able to see how your posts or how your content will look like on the different social platforms, even before you posting them. So you have sort of like an idea because, you know, the dimensions of, let's say, a Facebook post is quite different from a LinkedIn post, right? So you sort of like want to work with, you know, also with, uh, you know, the right dimensions, etc. So using a social media tool is one thing that can help you. Now, the other thing that will help you essentially when it comes to, um, now, if you're doing, you know, if you have guests on your podcast, you probably might want to sign up for matchmaker.fm because it sort of like makes it easier to connect with people who are interested in your, you know, in your podcast and for you also to find people who are interested, interested in becoming guests on a podcast like yours, right? So matchmaker.fm simply is it's like Tinder for podcasters. So it connects podcasters with people who are interested on becoming guests on podcasts. So you don't have to go, you know, through the long route. Sometimes it can become quite hectic if you're going the long route of, um, let's say, LinkedIn and sending people messages on LinkedIn, trying to figure out emails of certain people. You know, um, people thought that tend not to respond a lot to emails, etc. Et so matchmaker.fm does really a good job. And I can tell you for free that once you get started with, you know, matchmaker.fm, have a few interactions, people will come naturally to you asking you uh, if they can become part of, you know, uh, of one of your podcast episodes. So it simply, you know, reduces that time that you will have used to, um, to, 
to you know sort of like look for a guess etc final thing is to use dy dynamic content um now most of the most of you know the dynamic content that is used is mostly to do with ads so you can have like dynamic ads appearing on several episodes etc but one of the things that I've seen with Buzzsprout, now link will be down in the description box below to get your $20 Amazon gift card once you sign up for one of the paid services, um, is that, you know, they've introduced dynamic content where I can, you know, simply put a pre-roll and a post-roll for each and every episode, right? So the normal pre-roll that I have, which, you know, is sort of like the intro of the podcast, and the normal uh, post-roll, which is now the outro. So I can simply plug them in and my work will be simply to record, you know, the episode. I don't need to focus on other things, record the episode and simply upload the episode as raw as it is. And Buzzsprout now using, you know, the dynamic content that is already available on their, on their, on, you know, on their website. They'll simply put in the pre-roll and the post-roll or the intro and the outro automatically without me doing anything. The other thing, you know, that also they offer also is, you know, magic mastering, simply making your voice sound better on podcasts. And, you know, it's something that you can do with GarageBand and Audacity if you're really good at, you know, editing audio. But Buzzsprout also offers the same. Like I said, link is down in the description box below. So pretty much that's the four things that you can do to um, improve your workflow and automate your podcast, you know, your podcast um, workflow, etc. If you have any questions, make sure to reach out to me. Send me an email, Augustine at serverdigital.io. But until then, see you guys on the next podcast episode.